0: Hey everyone, welcome back to a new video. Before I begin on the stories, I wanted to give a trigger warning for story number five. It mentions sexual assault as well as suicide. And if you want to avoid stories like that, now you know. I'll have timestamps in a pinned comment, and I'll have this story labeled if you want to skip it. And remember, if you have a story of your own that you'd like to share, you can do so by sending it to southerncannibal.com All that being said, let's get into the stories, and remember to always stay hungry. I don't want to use my real name, so I'm going to be using the name Aaliyah. I'll also be using fake names for my friends. The story is pretty short because not much happened, but it still kind of freaks me out a bit when I think about it. This happened when I was in the ninth grade. It was nearing the end of the year, and this was the first year where I took AP courses. Our exams were at the end of the year, and I was studying for AP Human Geography. I have a best friend named Donna, who had the same class as me. We always found excuses to hang out with each other, and this time the excuse was going to be that we needed to study for our AP exam. Our parents agreed, and Donna convinced two of our other friends to join too. There were a couple named Chia and Kale. We decided to go to a library where we thought we could find AP print books and other stuff about the course. My mom dropped me and Donna off, and we met up with Chia and Kale. When we got in, we all decided to sit in the back where not a lot of people were at, so that we wouldn't bother them with our teenage ways. When we were sitting down, I noticed a large man sitting in one of the aisles reading a book. He looked to be in his mid-40s or late-30s. I couldn't really tell to be honest, but I could tell that he was way older than us. I couldn't see what book he was reading, but I didn't really care. We sat our stuff down, got up to get some AP hug prep books, and sat back down. Now, we started off studying okay, but about five minutes in, Kel had found a funny meme on his phone, and spoiler alert, we didn't get any work done for about an hour. Throughout this time, The man was still sitting there. I couldn't help but get the feeling that he was staring at us. But every time I would look over, he would be reading his books. Flash forward about 30 minutes later, and after a couple of jokes about the people at the library, we decided it was probably time to leave since we weren't getting any work done. I started cleaning up the note cards, and Kel left to go put away the books. Donna and Shia were packing up, but it stopped for some reason. Donna came close to me with a shocked look on her face, and then whispered in my ear, I think that guy over there is jacking off. I then turned to look at where she had pointed at, and I kid you not, this man was literally pleasing himself right in the library while staring dead at us. I was shocked, and I then looked at my friends, and I guess this is going to get kind of ridiculous, but we then started laughing really loudly. I guess the man noticed this, and he then took off. We had to quiet down because a bunch of people started giving us dirty looks. When Kel got back, we then told him everything that happened, and he thought it was hilarious too. Now in the moment, I thought the whole situation was crazy and pretty funny, but after the car ride home and telling my parents about it, it kind of marinated a bit, and I got to thinking, that man was probably sexualizing me and my friends in his head, and started pleasing himself. And he could have been doing it the whole entire time we were there, just messing around. I know this story may not be as bad as others, but this genuinely creeps me out. You never really know who's looking at you, and what they're thinking in their head about you. It's really creepy to think about. I'm a male, and at the time of this story, I was either 18 or 19 years old. But, I was in my freshman year of college, and I had gone to my local library to get some studying done. While I was walking to the entrance, there was this white Nissan backing up into the parking spot that was in front of me. At the time, I was really young and dumb, and I didn't notice that he had a backup camera. So when I told him to stop, he stopped. Fast forward five minutes, and I was walking into the library, and I then hear, Hey! and I turn around to see a white old man about the same height as me. For some context, I was 5'6 at the time. I reply, oh hi, I was making sure you didn't hit the cement bump. He then leans in really close to me and says, I just wanna get to know you, what's your name? And like the dumbass I was, I gave it to him. I just walk away, not wanting the conversation to continue. As I sit down and started doing work, I felt eyes on me. I turn around to make eye contact with the old man, and he then just smiles at me like a damn pedo. I just ran to the bathroom not just to get away, but also because I had to take a number two. So I get in the bathroom and lock the stall, and I shit you not, the old man's looking at me right through the crack in the door, and the frame, just smiling like a creep. Now keep in mind, again, I was young and dumb, so when I got up and saw that he saw me, well, he then smiled and walked out of the door, leaving to go to his car. I was so freaked out that I didn't even go to the cop that was mandatory in the library. I just went to my car and had a panic attack. I know this might sound silly, but even to this day, whenever I see a bald old man, I always have a mild panic attack. That guy just really gave me the creeps. this is my first time telling this story i've been a long time lurker of creepy encounters and let's not meet which had really reminded me of my own creepy story still in lockdown in the uk i thought i'd type it up and share my story some pieces of the story stand out more than others but i'll try and write down as much as i can this happened some time ago i'm now a 23 year old female but i was around 14 or 15 when this happened in a sizable city in the UK. Even now as a young adult, I'm very tiny, standing at four foot nine inches. As a 14 year old child, I was roughly this height, if not a bit smaller. I used to really adore going to my local library, and I still do today. But back then, I used to go all the time, quite a few times a week, especially during the holidays. My local library had a really large amount of computers that were accessible to those holding a membership, including myself. And at that age, we didn't have the internet at home, as my mother always encouraged us to use the libraries instead. As a kid, I really hated it, but now I think it was a damn good idea on her part. Anyway, on this particular day, I was on the computer finishing some homework and checking Facebook. It was very quiet, and I had around an hour to go of my online session when an older man sat down to log in to the computer next to me. I took no notice, but out of the corner of my eye, I began to notice him looking at me. He stood out a smile, dressed in a white suit and with a white hat. No one in my city dressed like that, especially in the middle of the summer. One thing to consider, I looked very young, probably even younger than my 14 years, but I had really developed quite a lot that summer, outwards more than upwards. Unfortunately for me, and my slightly too small t-shirt and jeans was probably what drew him to look at me. As a friendly kid, I looked over at him and smiled one of those tight-lipped smiles of acknowledgement. I was beginning to get uncomfortable, but I knew if he said or did something, the staff who knew me very well would intervene. However, he didn't say anything. He simply kept glancing over at me. Eventually, he logged out of his computer and began writing on a notepad. He then ripped off a piece of paper and slipped it to me, now very obviously staring at me. I didn't do anything. I didn't even look at the paper. I knew that he had written down his phone number. He stood up, and he began walking to the stairs to exit the floor, occasionally turning around to stare a bit more. Some of the people on the computers opposite me had noticed, and were watching me sympathetically. I can't remember exactly how long the exchange took. I've described it fairly quickly, but he could have been staring at me for nearly half an hour. As he disappeared out of sight, I grabbed the piece of paper, screwed it up, and then threw it in a nearby bin. I felt quite proud of myself. I can deal with creeps. Younger me was a bit big-headed. I never saw him in the library again after that. There was a library closer to my house that I frequented more often during that summer, so whether or not he turned up at the city library to look for me, I don't know. That wasn't the last time I saw him, though. A few months later, while I was on the bus, although I can't remember where I was going, he stepped on, still in his white suit and white hat, the works. I stiffened and stared out the window, hoping he wouldn't see me. He did, and he stared but he just walked past me. When I got off the bus, I kept my eyes fixed on the street, making sure not to look at the bus in case I looked at him. After that, I didn't see him anywhere. I really regret not keeping the piece of paper. In hindsight, I should have. It was definitely his number, although I guess he could have also written his name. He was clearly a predator, and he should have been reported. I don't know why I didn't, and I don't know why I didn't tell anyone, although I guess it was because nothing bad happened. I lived in my hometown for another six years before going to university in another city. However, university has now ended for me and I've returned home wary of the creeps. I know this isn't very scary in your typical story, but it really did creep me out and I do have some other small creepy stories all based in the same city funnily enough And they're not really scary, per se, just really uncomfortable. So did that strange man dressed in all white, quit staring at and giving your number to underage girls. I'm 13 and I live in town. One day on a normal Saturday afternoon, I decided to go on a walk to get a fresh breeze of air. And I was walking to the library. All of a sudden, I had a gut feeling that felt like someone was watching me. So I look up, and there's a random old dude in his 70s maybe, just looking at me. I then move to the other side of the street since I'm really creeped out, and he kinda just stands there, watching me the whole way to the library as he follows me in. I go down to the basement to try and get away, and he just keeps watching me. And so I ask him what he wants. He doesn't answer, so I ask again. Hey, what the hell do you want from me? And he finally answers. I just really love to look at pretty girls like you. I then say, don't you realize I'm only 13? And he then replies back with, Yeah, and that's the best part. I reply back, telling him he's disgusting and to get the hell away from me. Well, that made him angry. And he says back, What did you just say to me? i say bro i said you're a disgusting nasty creep and he tries to grab me so i run upstairs and yell extra loud so that the librarian hears me then saying out loud you better not touch me and he runs out of the library to get away i caught up with the librarian and she asks if i'm okay i tell her everything that happened and she calls the cops they arrive about 20 minutes later and i tell them what happened They ended up taking my statement and filing a report, and I ended up going home after that. As far as I know, nothing else ever came of it, and I never did see the weirdo from the library again, and I'm hoping to God it stays that way, and that he didn't try this on anyone else. My story takes place at the start of the 8th grade, and I'll be using fake names to prevent any legal trouble. I'm a boy, and in middle school, I worked on the new show at school, and I was actually one of the leaders. Being a leader of the show, we came into school really early. Most days I would be there by 6.15am. My friends and I all showed up early every day, and eventually, a new girl in the show started coming early. We'll call her Em. Em started really taking a liking to me, and she and I started texting on Instagram pretty frequently. We grew closer, and we eventually created a friendship. She started opening up to me about how she used to get raped by her neighbors, and how she feels suicidal, and she started to show me her scars. I was kind of freaked out because, well, this was my first time ever seeing any real attempts of taking your life. She then had me talking out of it over on Instagram on the daily, and how she had started to really like me. I used to be very involved in the theater crowd, and we hung out a lot. Em trying to forcibly march herself into the group and always trying to be involved with every little thing in my life. Our school was having a pretty lame middle school dance and Em kept asking me out to it. And I just kept saying, oh, I need to check with my mom to see if I can go. Then eventually the night before the dance, me and my theater friends decided we would go see our older theater friends in the high school play on the night of the dance. Well, Em got really mad and yelled at me. After the weekend, in comes to the new show, acting like nothing ever happened, and she gave me this hug out of nowhere. It lasted for a very uncomfortable 15 seconds. I went back to my friends at the new show, and she kept looking at me. The way that the new studio is laid out is that it is in the library of the school. As you enter the library, you walk through the front computer section and go left. Then you enter a tiny door straight into the studio floor, then at the back of the room, there's a room with all of the equipment. After me and my friends finished our pre-work before the show, we hang out on the couches in the library. Em would always try to join us. After I made it clear that I didn't want anything to do with him, she left school early, and I didn't see her again until after winter break. While on winter break, my younger sister's hamster died, and we held a little funeral. Well, I posted a little something about it on my Instagram, and she swiped up, making all kinds of really dark jokes about it. And as you can imagine, I understandably had an issue with it. She felt really bad, and I unfortunately forgave her. After the break, our entire grade went on a field trip, and sure enough, I was placed in a group with M, em, and M's dad was the chaperone. It luckily didn't have any issues, but M's dad and M just kept whispering about me. Well, a few weeks went by, and I hadn't heard anything about her wanting to kill herself, and she was really happy for a change. She came out as non-binary to me, and I just told her, Oh, okay, that doesn't really have anything to do with me, but good for you. And she then had a fit, saying my response was rude, and that I ruined her life. I was honestly so confused when she told me that, and she told me that I made her want to kill herself. I talked to my dad about it and he just told me to block her. I came into school the next day, but she wasn't there. I was really relieved at first, until I went and put my stuff in my locker. I had heard something behind me, and turned around, and there she was, about 15 yards behind me, and poorly trying to hide behind a set of lockers. Then, as I made my way back to the library, she was hiding behind the stacks, just watching me. When we were in the studio, she would hide behind the green curtain to stare at me. I had also told my friends about this who worked with me, and they were all creeped out as well. She followed me around for about a month, and I actually heard down the grapevine that she had changed her name to my younger sister's name. She had totally lost it at this point. She continued to follow me, and I almost filed a restraining order until the auditions for the school musical came around and I needed to focus on that. Well, it was my turn to get up and audition, and guess who comes in through the door to watch? You guessed it. M. M. sat in the front row, and I was very nervous already, and she started giggling and laughing at me, and right in the middle of the high note of the song I was singing, she dropped her metal water bottle, and it messed me up. Then she walked out, I eventually started dating a coworker on the show that was a grade younger than me named H. M came up to H and actually started spreading lies about me and it almost caused H to break up with me. I then had to explain the whole situation and then the next day, boom, the COVID pandemic hits. Me and H eventually broke up because we really disagreed on a lot of things. I wasn't the most popular when it came to my political views and I'd probably said more than I should have because I was a dumb middle schooler. Anyways, my friend S had a girlfriend named N who was friends with M. I got a DM from N and it was M who hacked her account and had actually stole her phone to spam me. I had to block N's account after that. M then made a bunch of fake accounts and she DM'd me all kinds of TikToks about how I was racist and homophobic. I blocked them all. My birthday rolled around and sure enough she posted something and my friend sent it over to me it ended up being a collage of every single picture she had of me some of which i didn't even know were taking of me one of the pictures in the bottom corner was my first grade yearbook picture and the only physical copy that i know of was from the yearbook in my room it then came along with how everybody should hate me and then jump me and my family i was fuming at this point but my parents advised i don't do anything until i calm down things eventually simmered down and i transferred to a different school for covid so that i could go in person about a year and a half went by i was now a sophomore and once my public school was allowed back in person i transferred back and right on the first day i walked into driver's ed and sure enough there she is she had completely cut her hair off and it was green she wore heavy black makeup and tie-revealing clothing, showing off all the new cutting scars. She kept staring at me, and she spent the following three months staring at me in class, in the hall, and even in my other classes, where she would walk by and stare at me through the door. Well, a friend from my ASL class had sent me a message on Snap, saying that there was some really weird stuff that I needed to see, and she sent over M's TikTok page. It was filled with all kinds of crazy TikToks about how I'm an abuser and how I render life that went along with pictures of me. The moment that I saw these, I thanked my friend, saved them to my phone, and immediately went to my school counselor, Mr. Rowe, who I really liked, and he was friends with the guitarist in my dad and uncle's band. We got along great, and I showed him the TikToks, and luckily he took my side, and he sent me to the front office to tell my administrator about it. I did, and it was right before the winter break of my sophomore year. They told me they would inform M's parents and that she'd be removed from my class. I returned from winter break, and sure enough, M was gone. I was elated, and now I only see her in the halls. She no longer controls my reputation, however, she does know where I live, so I always keep an eye out. It's now about to be spring break. And I'm really hoping that she keeps calm and continues to leave me the fuck alone. I'll be sure to send an update if anything happens. This may not be as scary as most things on this channel, but I really wanted to share my story to spread awareness of female stalkers too. Thank you for listening to my story.